Hey everyone, this is Andy. I am the co-founder and CEO of Swift Pet. And this station is dedicated to helping pet care providers uh, with tips on how to market and grow your business. Uh, we're going to use real practical examples to help you uh, get to where you need to. Um, so please join this station and looking forward to having all the listeners on there and helping provide you some useful information to make your business better. Thank you. Are reviews important? In this segment of marketing tips, uh, we'll teach you a little bit more what you need to know about reviews and how to manage them. So this is Andy. Uh, welcome to our podcast. Um, in this segment, we're going to talk about your reviews and how to manage those. There are hundreds of platforms to manage reviews, um, and keeping up with all those platforms can get somewhat daunting. In fact, that's why we created SwiftPet in the first place, to simplify that uh, process for you. But the importance of reviews, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because reviews are used nowadays to make purchasing decisions amongst consumers. They check those first, and especially with the advent of social media, they check that first to make sure that whatever people are saying about your business and the reviews and ratings that they're leaving for your business uh, will make them decide whether or not to use your services or purchase your products. So these are very, very key components of um, managing your reputation in your business. Uh, those are reviews. So before we get started, I want everyone to know something that's very, very, um, to be very clear for you is that there's no such thing as a bad review. Hashtag no bad reviews. Uh, most people always ask me when I'm doing my segments or my speaking engagement with some of the top uh, organizations, IBPSA, uh, pet boarding and daycare, and even working with companies directly um, and their employers or employees. One of the things that you have to understand is that when a bad review happens, um, it, the first thing you do is obviously you want to react to it, good or bad, right? But as for bad reviews, those are great opportunities to actually um, talk to your customer um, and understand why it is that they had a bad experience and use that as a catalyst to help uh, improve your business but also help your employees on how to better deal with the customer. Um, and in some cases, it may be something small, right? We are emotional people. We make emotional decisions. So if we feel that our child, our four-legged best friend, um, something did happen, well, we have to be real about it. We have to understand that <laughs> the reaction is normal, right? And that's with anything, whether we go to the store and purchase something, um, an episode I recently had, which was traveling, right? I mean, you can get pretty upset with these um, customer service agents at these airports, right, sometimes. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that reviews are based on emotional decisions, right? And when it comes to someone's child, quote unquote, in this case, our four-legged best friends, um, they'll go on there and write a bad review um, before thinking twice. Your job at that point is to really understand why that customer wrote the bad review, but step back for a second. Um, because if you take the time to read what the customer is saying, um, you'll be surprised how much you can uncover. In fact, I did a session with an organization uh, last year, actually this year, and it was pretty revealing because we went through a Yelp review to better understand what it is that the customer was saying um, in that bad review. And if you broke it down as a science to read exactly word for word what the customer was saying, in fact, I asked most of my audience members as to why is this customer upset, and all of them, the first thing they mentioned was price. In fact, price was mentioned 
within the review, but price knows not the reason why they decided to leave a bad review. Um, in fact, they just had a bad experience with not understanding the price point as to why that was happening. Um, just to give you a little bit of insight into it, um, is actually the customer um, was uh, um, having their dog's teeth brushed uh, or cleaned, um, and the dog didn't have a full mouth of teeth, so they felt like they were not supposed to pay the full price of the teeth cleaning. <laughs> well, in fact, the service does not state that the dog with two teeth only gets to pay half of what the dog with a full mouth of teeth gets to pay, right? I mean, these are all things that if you understand the reason why people make these decisions to leave these reviews, you really understand on how to react to those reviews. The worst thing you can do, write this down, the worst thing you could do is to not respond to that customer, whether it's a good or a bad review. We talked about bad reviews, why it's important, right? So why respond to a five star? I don't understand. What do I need to do that for? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that if I, even a five star review, um, if you respond to that to thank the customer, builds loyalty for your business, right? And loyalty is something very important in the pet care industry because it's getting very competitive. So keep in mind, watch out for these things and join us in our next episode. Thanks guys. Hey everyone, this is Andy again. So this is reviews part two to follow up on the last segment that we talked about. Now, how do you get rid of bad reviews is the question I get all the time, right? Well, you don't. I mean, other than Yelp winning a landmark case that allows businesses to pay money to get bad reviews removed, I would highly not recommend it. Also, it's very expensive to do so. There are ways that you can actually get reviews that bury the bad reviews. So bring in the good bury the bad. In fact, most businesses that I've dealt with, whether it be with my companies or just doing my speaking engagement, many of those businesses don't realize the importance of asking for a review. You're not forcing the customer to do anything that they don't want to, but simply asking to let you know whether or not you did a good job or provided a good service is the best thing that you can do to help grow your business, right? Reviews are decision-making tools. Again, reviews are decision-making tools, whether it be to purchase a product or whether it be purchase a service with you, right? So whether you're a dog sitter, pet sitter, dog walk, doesn't matter. Pet resort, reviews are very important, but you cannot pay to get rid of negative, and I would not recommend it if you ever thought about doing that. In fact, those platforms that allow you to do that are no longer good platforms for you, for you to be on, to be honest, right? It's just a necessary evil that people find you um, and see what others are saying about it. But for the most part, um, platforms do a good job at ensuring that these reviews are completely unbiased. It's from customers that actually use the service, with the exception of Yelp. Um, but, you know, tools such as, um, and I do not work for these companies, but Trustpilot is a new platform for reviews, but they do a fantastic job of promoting reviews um, that are positive. So how do you get rid of bad? Bury it with the good, okay? In fact, um, I always get the question about bad reviews, and what I usually also say is testimonials are equally important, right? I am shocked to learn that not many pet care providers are putting testimonials on their website. Very shocking, right? Because testimonials are a validation that you provide a great service. It's a validation as to why they should come to you instead of your competitor down the street. 
Um, the pet care industry is getting very competitive. I mean, there's 85 million dogs in the U.S., or excuse me, pet-owning households in the U.S., right? So a lot of pet lovers are saying, hey, I'm going to go out on my own and I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to become a pet sitter, a dog walker with Dog VK Rover or all the other providers wag out there, right? Um, and they're becoming entrepreneurs, right? But at the same time, that increases competition in your market. So competition, the way you stand out from the pack, quote unquote, is to actually focus on what people are saying about you because your reputation is very important. Our next segment, we're going to talk about reputation management a little bit more in detail. But understand that, as I said in the last segment, hashtag there's no bad reviews, right? But bury the bad ones with good ones and create a page on your website. Doesn't matter where it is. Just make sure that it's prominent. You have a tab on your site that says testimonials and that you're gathering testimonials from your customers and displaying it prominently on your website. And please, 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 when you're doing this, make sure that these testimonials are cycled out. <laughs> Don't keep the same testimonials up there for a long time, right? Um, because services change, people's reaction to your services change. So you want to make sure that you're up to date with what people are saying about your business. And be sure to put a date on there, right? That, that way you can hold yourself accountable. Um, you know, John Conrita had a fantastic time. Freckles had a good time. Love this place, great service. And then at the bottom you put um, June 30th, 2017, right? So... Uh, testimonies can be a great vehicle for your business and if you're not asking um, you're not doing a good job at growing what your online business right and what people are saying about you um, so that concludes our episodes of review management as I mentioned earlier in the next episode we're gonna talk about reputation management but hope you guys are enjoying these tidbits we're gonna do these on a regular basis um, but I enjoy helping pet care providers really grow I've been in the industry for eight years um, so looking forward to continuing this and we'll also have people interviewed we're also going to ask questions to some of the top experts in the pet industry um, from top organizations such as ibpsa dog gurus those guys uh, to come on here and talk a little bit more well have a great day everybody and talk soon